Egoland is a platform where we release art in the form of podcasts, documentaries, and other mediums yet to come. As we go along, the goal is to curate a discussion around creative sustainability, entrepreneurship, and lifestyle design. You are listening to Ego Radio, which is a weekly podcast featuring creators and entrepreneurs from Toronto. Our first season will be released every Tuesday evening, and today we sat down with Kafaye. We talked about his process growing up in the Caribbean. Frank Ocean, Pokemon, Anxiety, you name it, we got into it. <laughs> it's a great episode. I hope you enjoyed as much as we did. Let's get into it. Like studio-wise, because well, I know, all I know is photography. So mm. like as an outsider to the music kind of scene, mm. I, I, I actually want to know what the breakdown is in like... What, what do y'all do just like behind the scenes type of stuff of a studio Cause, session yeah cause like w- with photography when someone says yo I'm working I'm grinding I know that means like you're out there shooting you're out there booking out studios you're out there editing you're just you're networking of some sort that's what like grinding photography wise to me so when someone says like music I'm grinding music wise I that's like foreign to me so like I'm kind of I'm actually interested to hear more about like what's the what's a musician's kind of day to day you know Oh, well, definitely, I guess with photography, you're utilizing the same tools. So it might be similar in a sense of grinding, but at the same time, all photographers are different, like all musicians are different. So the process is definitely varies. Um, For myself, grinding could be just constantly like just trying to writing isn't something you want to force. So I never try and like, oh, I have to write like this song. I have to do this. I have to do this. I usually let it flow naturally. And in between those times where I am just either in my room making music or making demos versus if I'm in the studio with somebody else making music, I want to fill my moments with things that are going to inspire me, meeting people, networking, because networking is one of the, if not the most important thing to do, as well as just intaking as much positivity as possible because it is really easy as an artist to get lost in a lot of shit. What do you, what do you mean by that? Like, why, why do you feel like as an artist as opposed to someone who's pursuing a more like regular kind of lifestyle, it's easier to get lost in? Well, you pursuing a quote unquote regular lifestyle is kind of laid out for you in a sense Uh you have an understanding of all right i have to go follow these steps do these things come home whatever i feel like as an artist it is more connected to yourself so losing yourself in your art is a lot easier because you are your art Mm -hmm. so your job what you want to financially stimulate you financially feed you is also you and so it's that weird battle of how much do you share versus how much you don't share it's like i could go on and keep talking about it because yeah, that's no, like the I, you know because you said even in your writing style that it's a very personal process so it anything that's very heavily personal like writing that's literally putting your thoughts onto pen and paper that's it's interesting to hear like how you are able to put that or put like those lyrics out there put those words out there without it like being without being like too super attached to it 
in the sense where like it, it hurts you as a person but like you don't come across as like where it affects you too much so <laughs> my friend said this today I've been acting since I was born I, I'm a born actor and I was like that's some fucked up shit <laughs> um, his fans call you fake <laughs> I was like yo dad um, yeah at the same time it's what, what I think was the you context, have to do that what was the context for that um, no, I was, I was at the grant writing workshop and I had to find an actor in the room and I knew that he did a music video. So he was the male lead in a music video. Okay. And so I ran over to him. I'm like, yo, I already have a designer, but I need you to fill this out. And he looked yeah. at it and he's like actor and he ran laughing. And I was like, bro, come on. Like whatever, whatever. And he's like, yo, I'm a born actor. You know, I've been doing this from time. And I'm like, damn, bro, that's fucked up. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, it's to put content out that is super emotionally attached to yourself can be very hard, but at the same time, I find it mad healing. I think sometimes in our current society, at least living in a Western world, it is very easy to not address certain feelings and emotions. Even though I guess back home, there is limitations as well. But it's the same way like how we talked last time about the uh, book you're reading where the guy shipwrecked, landed on the island, and he's just like going through all this shit and he's like, I don't want to talk about it. I, I don't want to deal with this. And the kids of, I guess the native kids of the land were like, yo, you have to talk about it. And so I'm at that point where I don't want to hold anything in if something's really causing me turmoil and I can't overcome it in my actual life, I'd rather meditate on it. And if it comes to me in form of sound, then I'll put it out through there. I make a lot of music. A lot of people won't hear all the music that I make. Like that's a hundred percent sure. But some of my favorite tracks that I've made have just been healing processes. And if I will share that with people, I don't know, but I already got whatever I needed out of it. And if I decide to share it with whoever, if it's a person who's affected me in a certain way, then they'll hear it. And then hopefully we can start a conversation based off of that. I really, yeah. I really like that point that you brought up, or that even, not point, but like that kind of thing that you do where you make music, but you also make music just literally for yourself, like shit that does not go out. Because it's, that's truly like, yo, I'm making this for myself, you know? Yeah, like me and Yasin, we're just talking a little bit earlier before you got here. And he's like, yo, I'm just doing photography for fun right now, like straight up. And I'm like, I'm like, yo, that's sick. But I'm like, so like, what do you, what do you mean by that? And he's like, remember recess when you just go out and like fucking play? <laughs> yeah. And, he, and I'm like, yeah, he's like, that's what I'm doing. That's I'm like, dope. That is that's dope. fucking sick. Because it's like, I feel like as like, we've, we've hit this point we're at an age where we've like, okay, we want to, we want to do art. We're taking it seriously. Let's turn it into our career and we can, it's very easy to start taking it too seriously and you forget like why you got into it. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like, <clears throat> it sounds like your process is really organic. Mm-hmm. Was it always that way or have like? Definitely not. I've, um, it's been about two years, I think going over a bit now that I've been writing my own music. Mm. I may have written a song or two back in the day, but not really, just some goofy shit. Um. So like, was it, was your process always so organic? Cause the way you described it to me, 
it's it's beautiful because it's like you really just make sure you're living your life to the best of your ability and when you start to kind of when something really like gets under your skin that's when you meditate on it you see how you want to express that get that out of you Mm. definitely everything that i do is organic i find that i'm never a or just who i am as an individual isn't (laughs) <laughs> very thought out. <laughs> I like to follow feeling a lot more because I find that like your feelings don't really lie. Like your feelings allow you to be like, because feelings are like intuition. It's that first initial moment where your body reacts before your mind does. And that can tell you a lot about a situation or about yourself. So I try to definitely vibe off of that feeling. But when it comes to creating my art, I try to do it organically, and that's the problem, because I try to do it organically. Mm-hmm. That's like a paradox. Yeah, it's yeah. like, I want to be a musician, a singer. Mm-hmm. To do this, I need to make music, I need to make more content, because I need to grow as an artist, I need to share my music, I need to expand. And then when you start thinking about all these things, it kind of takes away from the organic aspect of it. So same way like how Yasin's taking pictures for fun, I think recently in the last couple of months i've hit that area where i'm like i just really want to kind of be on my ones and just make sounds you know just play with things have fun experiment i've been using logic for how long now and i haven't actually done a deep deep dive of everything and i'm just like what like how do i not like i'm learning new things as we speak so I think organic is fun. Once you have fun, then that's organic. Mm-hmm. Also learning. You yeah. like touched on that too. Learning, like putting yourself in a new, um, new scape where there's unknown variables that you, that you have to wrap your head around. Mm-hmm. That's also, at least in my experience, I found that learning and like being in areas where you don't know stuff is a great way to go back to that organic state because because your reactions to the unknown is your instinctual reaction like you said it's Mm -hmm. you're just going off your intuition at that point that's dope i never heard i never thought about it like that you said it bro (laughs) (laughs) that was you who said that i can't can't even remember (laughs) organic just flowing flowing flowing. so you said like in the last two months that's when you've sort of shifted the way you've Mm -hmm. been your, your process essentially yeah what like what changed what caused you to kind of make that shift Hmm. Um, I recently moved out. It's been about, I think, over a year now. Um, but I've always been with my family. My family is my rock. I love my family to death. My siblings have a great relationship with them. I'm super happy about that. And always being around them, I find that my family are very powerful energies and very amazing people. And that can sometimes get very easy to get lost in amazement at, like, what's happening around you. Mm-hmm. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's, yeah. I yeah. feel that, I feel that. Um, so it's kind of, like, moving out, I guess, like, the last summer, which was, like, summer 20, well, 20, summer 2017. Two like, about two summers now. Summer 2017 was when I kind of first took the step to move out, and I stayed with a friend for a while. And that was like just being around a completely different space and managing myself has changed me. And 
I think I'm just, I'm still changing. Like, I think we talked about this before, like 2017 slash 2018 was like birth. Yeah. Like so, the first day of your life. Yeah, in a weird way. Like, I'll never forget the past, but at the same time, I feel like it was the first time I acknowledged myself. And I was like, yo, like, you are an individual. Music, you want to do that? All right, we're doing this. You're living by yourself. All right, you got to work to pay rent. You got to work to get food. You got to sustain yourself. And so my brain is just working in a completely different way because high school never taught me about this shit. High school did not prepare me for goddamn the real world. Taxes. Taxes. I, I still trying to figure <laughs> out what taxes are. Don't, don't put that in. <laughs> I still don't do my taxes. Yeah, but it's, uh, my brain's just been working a lot differently. So it hasn't yeah, yeah. really been two months. It's just been... It's like a tumbleweed that just keeps growing and growing and growing. And I feel like I'm a fresh baby, you know? Like, I, 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 ain't, I ain't done nothing yet. <laughs> I ain't done nothing yet. Yeah. It's the application of the experience that where you're learning the most knowledge, pretty much. You, you seem like, because you're saying about, like, intuition and you move through gut feelings. It sounds like you learn the most from doing, you know, like actually being in that space and applying yourself. That's what college is, though. Yeah. Yeah. University, we're just reading stuff. It's like, I can read stuff online. But if you are able to facilitate an actual experience, that will learn some shit. Mm-hmm. Gotta stop saying shit. <laughs> You're gonna just learn. You're gonna learn. Shit. Shit. <laughs> I want to um, switch gears a little bit. I want mm-hmm. to get into Balmain. Yeah. Because I remember you came over last week and we were talking and uh you were telling me a little bit about the backstory behind it Mm -hmm. what like that that was interesting to me because i got to now it's interesting now in retrospect because i i understand your process a bit more Mm -hmm. like what was i don't know talk about it i want to hear more about it about balmain yeah um (laughs) uh so if you don't know what we're talking about, Balmain is a beautiful track <laughs> by yours truly. Yeah, Ethan. Balmain. <laughs> uh, Kafaya. By Kafaya. Um, okay, yeah, so Balmain was one of three tracks that I released. Um, right after the release, I did a show with Outer Line, which was dope. Uh, Balmain was inspired by a lot of shit. Sometimes I'm not talking about myself. Sometimes I am. My music, just like my art, is a mix of various stories. Balmain was about, or is about, love, trust, distrust, being faithful, lies, lust, and just people changing from what you expect them to be. It sounds like the culmination of just life experience. Yeah, that's usually what my music is about. And with the Balmain, it sounds like it was, in a sense, it was a culmination of your life up to that point. Kind of, in a sense, yeah. It was stuff that I just saw throughout my travels, throughout life, 
just meeting people, conversations with people, seeing how life affected people, how life affects people. So just a lot of things. I can't really pinpoint like one. Yeah. Sometimes I do have like themes though for songs and then it kind of just all spirals out from there. Do you, I know so, so I know we were talking about how right now you have kind of a, like your songs have a consistent kind of like vibe to them. Mm -hmm. But you're telling me that you have a lot of darker music. I do. Is it, so I know that you, you follow your emotions, so you create whatever it is that you're going to feel at that time. Sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes that's going to be lighthearted, sometimes that's going to be dark. Yeah. Do you intend on like, curating your sound publicly so that you create a certain image, or are you intent on just like putting out what it is? Because I know, of course, you're not releasing all your music. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is a great question. Great like, do you question. think about it strategically like that, or are you just like, this is me, this is what I'm doing? Um, I'm fighting with myself in that regard. It's an interesting scenario when growing up, you are taught not to share everything. Um, That's just, I think, Caribbean culture. You don't let people know your business, and it makes sense. Uh, Also, being a man, it's like, kind of like, be strong, gotta toughen up. You can't share your feelings or express your emotions in certain ways. But a lot of that's just changing in society and how we think in general. Um, fuck. It's still something to think about right now. It is. Yeah. Like, I want to put out some tracks. Because also, like, I'm young. Like, the fuck? Like, <laughs> I want to cuss sometimes. I want to say some dumb shit on a track. And it's still things that I experience. They may sound kind of... Like, I'm catering to one audience, but at the same time, that audience still caters to me and, like, Mm -hmm. speaks to a certain energy that resides in me. Mm -hmm. That's why I can't hate on, like, trap music nowadays, because I still, like, it triggers something in me that makes me, like, want to rage sometimes, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I I definitely have my one-two trap tracks that I've just written, and... I'll play in my house and run around screaming and jumping like a <laughs> madman. holes in the wall. Oh, I wish, man. I wish. I gotta get a punching bag for real. I'm like, I always want to punch something, but like, I'm like, I can't be busting holes in my walls right now. I don't got money for that. Um, but yeah, it is hard. It is hard to project an image because people really think of you in a certain way, like how you were saying before. You don't want to be famous because people automatically start creating these stories of you and this perception of like who you are. And I don't want an emotion or a vibe that I was feeling to allow somebody to discredit me in the future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like one moment of you in like literally one speck of moment in time and space mm-hmm. to define your entire character. Yeah. And so it's, it sounds like you're str- like kind of struggling between whether it makes sense to think about mm-hmm. what how other people are going to see you through your music or or whether you know you should just like be like whatever like regardless of what people are going to think yeah you should make a song about that <laughs> i should yeah that's probably something that really aggravates me so i might write a track <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll hop on that <laughs> yeah yeah say we'll, we'll do the ad libs <laughs> he doesn't know fuck <laughs> 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 I hear some cameras clicking in the background. You just, hear like, you just hear like boxing bag punches. Like, <laughs> 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 
Shit. No, yeah, I want to make some like trap rock tracks. Yeah. Have you guys heard Crack Baby? Yeah, yeah. You yeah, guys yeah, yeah, yeah. Line, right? yeah, I'm trying to make some like. I'm trying to scream with. I'm trying to scream with with swirls. Really? I'm trying okay, to scream okay. with them still. Yeah. That's. I'm excited for that. Like. I want to hear that. Don't fuck up your voice, bro. <laughs> yeah, my voice is already fucked. <laughs> you got a great voice. Bro. Oh, it's nice, bro. I'll take you to karaoke one night. Oh, uh-huh, yo, let's actually do it. Yo. I'm the yo, best you know worst singer. Lit? You know what would be lit? If we get like, if we gather, we corral a bunch of. Toronto musicians and shit like that, mm-hmm. like motherfuckers in the scene, and we just take them all out to karaoke one time. <laughs> that'd be lit. Yo, that would be, that'd be yeah. fantastic. That'd be so lit. <laughs> that'd be fantastic. Greatest networking event ever. Yeah. For real, for real. Damn. Yeah, you guys should do that. I'd, I'd pull up. Say so that's it. You heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> karaoke night. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you were mentioning earlier mm-hmm. before we got on how you grew up in the Caribbean. Yeah, I am a Jamaican. Both my parents are Jamaican. Um, I lived in Barbados, uh, Dominica, as well as Jamaica for extended periods of time. So a lot of who I am is both Caribbean and Canadian, which makes it very interesting. Like I fit in perfectly fine in Toronto because Toronto culture definitely has a lot of yeah mixed people. Um, a lot of different cultures, but also a very deep root, at least within the youth culture, within the Caribbean culture as well. Because, like, half of Toronto's slang is derived from some Caribbean slang. Really? Or just okay. Caribbean language. Yeah. 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 Which is crazy. Like, why pre, like, why, why go on? Like, mm-hmm. I had no idea. Yeah, what are you saying? <laughs> I fucking know. That's crazy. Same with, like, British slang, right? British slang too, yeah. But a lot of uh, Caribbean people, um, I want to say migrated, even though that's like a fucked up migration, um, migrated to to the UK. Yeah. Yeah. From time, from time. I got family in the UK. Dropping music in the UK? Yeah. That'd be pretty dope. I made my sister play it in the hotel room. Just like the vibrations like emitted into the UK. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just but put yeah. it out there in the world. Yeah, she just put it she put it out there. First steps, first steps. Yeah. 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 Gotta start somewhere. So like do you feel like growing up, like your time split between cause it wasn't like you lived in the Caribbean and then you moved to Canada. It was mm. like back and forth. It was a lot of back and forth. What was that like? Especially cause like you were younger, right? So like mm-hmm. you're you're soaking your brain's soaking up so we're still soaking up so much but even then your brain's soaking up even more you know you're you're starting to form your identity how, how do you feel that shaped you hmm. do you think that do you think that like doing all that like traveling played a role in you deciding to pursue a career as an artist i maybe because a lot of who i am is very sporadic like even with my house like how I keep my house anytime you come there if it's within a couple weeks apart something's always going to be different I always have to move something have to change something even when I'm in spaces like at a party catch me I'll be at the front and then I'll be at the back (laughs) I'll be at the side but usually I'm kind of just I'll be on a diet I do some live shows and some raging catch me upside down (laughs) um yeah, it's, it's really easy for me to 
be very carefree in nature and have the inclination just to leave and go at any time. So that definitely has been a part of who I am. I think moving has done that to me. But also apparently that's just a part of my sign. Like if we're talking about stars and like the cosmos and stuff, that's who I'm supposed to be. So I don't know if the Caribbean did it or if Jupiter did it, but somebody's making me want to move all the time. So what's your, what's your next move? My next move, jeez. Do you know your next move? This is like a game of chess. <laughs> Lay down the next move, and then the next man knows the next move, and it's dangerous, you know? Um, I don't know, just keep doing me, to be honest. Just keep doing me, because there's nothing, nothing else I want to do, no one else I want to be. So I'm just going to keep being me, meeting dope people, collaborating with dope people, because we are the industry. Like, we are the next arts renaissance, you know? I like that a lot. Toronto, I, I've, I told this to everyone, bro. Toronto is the renaissance. Like, there's mm-hmm. a renaissance energy coming off from the other end. Lots of shit's popping off down here. Yeah. People don't even know. Up here. It's north. Down here? Up here? I feel like I, I want to. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like that is definitely happening, but, like, I don't know. I feel like I haven't, I haven't been in other places to, mm-hmm. like, to compare, you know? Like, I feel like, but I feel that energy, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, like, where do most artists go to make it? The States, Hollywood, Hollywood, LA, like, pull up to Cali. Atlanta. Atlanta, New York, and all of that's in America. Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> Texas. <laughs> or even, is it, yeah, Nashville, Nashville, Texas. Nashville, A yeah, bunch yeah. of songwriters pull up to Nashville, Texas. Because the industry is perceived to be the best and most lucrative in the States, which it is. Toronto is still definitely a very young city, but we are blooming. You guys are on the forefront of it. You're literally right down the street from literally everything that's gonna be happening. Queen's Key is gonna be turning into the hub of, I think, Toronto media, technology, arts, culture. Um, so in due time, Toronto will, will get it shine, but Toronto slept on like crazy. We're still young, you know? We're still young, yeah. bro. That's the thing. As a city, <laughs> literally us, we're young. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's about to be time. Still trying to grow a beard out here. <laughs> <laughs> bro, what's your secret? <laughs> bro, yo, I haven't shaved in like three years and my shit looks stupid. That's a lie. I, I haven't shaved for a year and it looks like this. Yeah, eh? Uh, that's a cool. Do you put like, like, no, 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 it's no! Just don't natural, even. Bro. Nah. Oh yeah, of course my beard's natural. The fuck, my beard's patchy. <laughs> you get laser surgery. I got, <laughs> I got mutton chops. Yeah. And people tell me they like it. I'm just like, I just want like a full beard, but I'm just gonna deal with my mutton chops, cause I guess it's a look. Yeah. But. Nah, bro. Be young. Be young. Be babies out in this shit. City. Oh no, no. Actually, I wanted to know, cause like whatever we were talking about, um, Europe for a second about like joking around like. Yo, I'm gonna put my shit out in UK. I asked this to literally every. I, I I think I asked this to you last week, but I don't remember what your answer was. I asked this to literally every artist ever. If you had unlimited resources, money, people, connections, anything, what would your dream tour slash set oh, yeah. set um stage set design and stage look like? Like who would headline? How would the stage design look? How would who, who, like, what is it? How would it be? Uh, yeah, I do remember that question. It was I forgot me. what your answer was. <laughs> You're like a dickhead. I probably talked for like 10 minutes, to be honest. 
um, the ideal nature of my ideal show. It's weird. I would, there's like something, there's a show that I'd want to do for myself versus for the show that I think people would need. Um, for myself, I'd want it to be, I don't know, I love just space. So in a beautiful space, huge space, because if this is an ideal world, then the whole world's coming out to my performance. Mm -hmm. So just a big ass space. Hmm. Big ass space, open sky. We'll make it in outer space. Nah, fuck out of space. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how gravity works. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna say a forest or like a, a, a hilly, ooh, fucking Ireland. Ireland Ooh. or Scotland, you know how they have just yeah. the rolling hills? Yeah. So just set up the mic at like the top of a hill and just have a bunch of people just like all like down there. But you kind of have to look up and like you can lie down on the field if you want. You can stand up, preferably lie down. And I'm just going to be on the top of the hill, fucking giant moon behind me. Shit. And You're going to pull the moon from space onto <laughs> Earth. <laughs> Cause tidal waves in yeah. all countries. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm trying to create waves, man. I'm trying to make people feel like I don't, I hate the conventional setup of, I don't hate it, but I don't ideally think it's the most intimate way you can get in, in touch with an artist. I think in natural spaces, in spaces where you feel like you're just at home, it's a lot easier to sit down and connect with an artist. Like in a way, a space that can bring it down to earth where it's not like, oh, some icon or some like idol up on a podium. It's literally like, nah, this person just exists on earth like you and this is their art. And there's, it's just a chill sharing of your art. I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, my friends and I put on a concert called Half a Concert. Um, it's in a loft space. Literally, the performers perform beside a fridge. Um, people are sitting on the floor, people are sitting on the steps, people are, are above looking down, people are on the same level. And just because of the variety of people, where they are, who they are, the space that they're in, it's a nice enclosed space, it allows for the energy to fill the room because everybody is literally everywhere in the room. There is just people up there, people down here, people in front of you, people beside you, people all around you. And so you can feel that energy surround you and you can give that energy as well because you're letting it go and it's just spreading out, you know? You're not just talking to like this, you're talking to, it's like VR. It's like what, it's like VR for, for an iPhone. It's fuck scrolling, I'm trying to look around. 360 look around <laughs> my Instagram feed, you know? So spaces where it feels like you're, I don't know. Spaces where you feel like you can connect to the audience. Connection to the audience, yeah. yeah. And just like unconventional. I don't like the conventional. Mm. I ain't got time for that. Yeah. What would your dream? My dream concert? If, if, you, were if, a, I was if you were in the music, yeah, 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 what would yeah. your dream set, design, set, everything be? Dude, I don't know. I feel like it would have to... Hmm. I don't know. I, honestly, it would have to be something that allowed me... A, obviously, yes, you want to be able to connect with the audience. And it would have to be something that is, is a genuine expression of, like, who I am. But I, don't, I haven't given it enough thought, to be honest. Like, I'd want to really, like, consider it a bit more. Yeah. I feel like 
I don't have anything to kind of BS right now, but yeah. What about you? My dream one would be my grade three class. <laughs> my grade three classroom, I had an assembly and I did fuck it up. We did a Christmas concert where everyone was supposed to wear black and I wore red. <laughs> so I was the one motherfucker on the stage wearing red surrounded by people in black. So I want to go back to that scene and wear black. And that's my dream concert. <laughs> Just so I don't have to re- have that trauma lived all oh in my, my memory. <laughs> Damn, bro. This is just like this podcast is just low key like, uh, like seasons of therapy sessions, like, <laughs> layers and layers. Yeah. Hi, my name's Yasin, <laughs> and I wear red. <laughs> yeah. How do you guys feel about? Grade three. How do you guys feel about grade school? How was grade school for you guys? Did you like it? Out of all of your institutionalized days, what was your highlight? Like grade school, preschool, kindergarten, high school, middle school? Like I'll tell you this, bro. My experience with grade school, it made me feel like an idiot. Like during the weekends, during when school's over, during like the summer breaks, I felt like the smartest person ever and I knew who I was, you know? But with grade school, something... Well, that just might be my character, though. Like, part of uh, the way I learn, because, like, everyone learns differently. But it's being, like, sat down and being like, hey, this is education. You have to read this and remember this. But education is exploring that... You said it best. Like, that intuition, that instinct, following that natural curiosity that you have and just letting it guide you and learning learning whatever sparks your uh, interest... And help use that as a guide to direct where, where you want to place your education and when you, what knowledge you want to put in yourself, you know? So being guided freely by yourself, I think, is more important. At least knowing yourself is first step. Grade three, knowing yourself, damn. Yeah. <laughs> That's dope, though. They should, in grade one, they should teach know yourself. Yeah. You should know what self is in grade three. Yeah. yeah. That would, yeah. bro, there'd be some crazy kids. It out would here. be fantastic if there was, like, if they taught, like, emotional intelligence yeah. in school yeah. as well. Oh, my God. Oh my crazy. God, Can you imagine? We'd have to end that generation, bro. They'd overthrow us. Yeah, they know too much. Too much knowledge of the stuff. Try and get them riled up. It's like, nah, like. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Sixty-year-old us were like, ah, nah. they're all thirty and like it's okay. They're like, Zen is fucking <laughs> like oh, just accept what is. Man, I don't know. To me, my middle school experience was a mix because I remember starting out feeling very similar to kind of what you're saying. You know, feeling very stupid. Uh, I'm looking back to like to before like grade three, just like feeling very like out of place. But then as I got older kind of like I feel like I never and I think a lot of artists feel this way like never directly like fit in but as I got older I became more okay with it you know you know what I mean like I found my way to navigate through that world and like start to build up like my beliefs and what I believed in and it's weird because when I think back to middle school, the year that I really remember is uh, grade seven, mm-hmm. because I I don't know what it was about that year, but that was the year where I feel like I really came into like my own. You peaked at grade seven. I, I, everything <laughs> <since> <laughs> <then's> <laughs> been, yeah, everything's just downhill. What about you, bro? 
Uh, grade school was dope. Yeah. It was organic. It was... I feel like there was just so much energy. Like, energy, hormones, just, like, everything was raging. <laughs> and the world was colorful, and I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> like, even you, winter you said was a beautiful like flying season. back and forth, right, during this time? Yeah. Like education-wise. So, so education-wise, yeah, I did education in all of the countries, and it was interesting because people are so different. Even though, like, we're all, like, definitely the same. But at the same time, culturally, people are a lot more open in Jamaica and more direct than they are down here. So I felt like living in Jamaica, I was maturing fast, and then I'd kind of come back to Canada and then mature in different ways. Mm. You know, like, I would, I was getting... I don't know, because, like, one culture can give you only so much. And it's like, why do, like, Amish people leave Amish society? Because they want to mature or learn or develop in a different way that their culture is limiting them in. Um, shout out to Amish people. I have no, no quarry with you. Um, <laughs> no quarrel with you. No quarrel with the Amish. Going to throw a concert. <laughs> Smoking big doinks in Amish. <laughs> um, yeah, then growing up in Jamaica, it's just, like, a lot more physical and emotional place in a sense. So I think I've become a very well-rounded individual. I'd back that up, yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, I'm also a complete idiot, so... I'd back that up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So yeah, it's like, I feel... I don't feel empty, which I'm mad grateful for. I know a lot of people feel empty. Sometimes I do feel lost, but I never feel empty. Mm. And I think definitely... Growing up, spending grade school in so many different places has filled my consciousness, but it also sucks because I don't get to grow up with people. So, like, I never had those friends that I've known since I was, like, a little kid, you know? Or if I do, it's kind of like you see them every couple of years, and then you guys grow up together in a sense, but there's still, like, gaps of years missing. So... Gives, gives goods, goods and bads, bads and goods, gives and takes. Mm-hmm. Rakes and takes. <laughs> English. <laughs> Wordplay. Wordplay, yeah. I'm a, I'm a musician. So who, who are you listening to right now? Frank Ocean. Fuck yeah. I'm always listening He's to Frank up Ocean, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know if you guys would have heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's heard of Chanel Orange. <laughs> I like to listen to Frank. Frank's dope. What do you like about Frank, bro? Everyone, um, everyone likes something about Frank. What do you yeah, like because everybody wants to be Frank. <laughs> we all want to disappear off the face of the world and have everybody still love us. Yeah. Like, I'd, wow. I'd and still be alive. Yeah, like, make great music. You don't got to project any form of lifestyle. <laughs> just instead of having an Instagram, just drop one magazine. And the whole world quakes. Like Yeah, straight up. Crazy. I've been trying to take more time to consume like high quality content mm-hmm. because what you consume directly influences what you make. And I was just like really taking my time looking through Boys Don't Cry. And which is if anyone doesn't know, that's Frank Ocean's the magazine that he put out. And it's like such such great stuff. Like there's everything. There's visually it's crazy. Visually it's crazy. There's great articles in there. There's even like a little screenplay. Like it's it's incredible. Yeah. In the magazine. In the magazine. Yeah. Wow. I want to. Of like of like this 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 dystopian, 
Like I have the PDF I'll send it to you Oh actually Yo yeah. send that Got you Got you Yeah it's It's fantastic I, I think For me Like what, what I love About Frank Ocean Is that he's He's multidisciplinary So it's like he's He's done this magazine He's done the music And From what I Even though he is So secluded From what I have gleaned It seems like in, in a very similar way to the way your stuff is organic, his, what he does feels organic. It doesn't feel forced. That's why you gotta love Frank. Frank only does what Frank wants. <laughs> <laughs> what about, so, like, what is it... Yeah, what, what about Frank, like, stands out to you? So I'm introverted, extroverted. Uh, I love to be with people. I also love to be alone. I hate social media. It's dope to see people, meet people, but it's so easy to get lost in. And I hate being like, oh, I'm going to post something. And then at the back of my mind, worrying about like how many likes it might get. Or like checking if somebody that like, commented on it. I just don't like the having dopamine that. High, yeah, yeah, the dopamine high, getting attached to your phone, like not bun that. So I really, even though I guess he did have his Instagram account secret and private and everything, I do really respect the fact that he really is just an individual and isn't really caught up in what's going on with the masses. Um, also, his music's dope. Uh, he's breaking barriers. He is a attractive dude. Like, Frank Ocean is fucking good looking. I can say that for a fact. Like, I want to dab my hair now, too, but I'm like, I can't do that shit. It's just not going to work. <laughs> Um, has has is like full, pretty much, hmm? like oh what you're describing. Uh, Frank's pretty much full, and he's like a full circuit of himself. Mm-hmm. You know, and would you say that's a quality that you at least appreciate or respect? Cause e- even I don't know where I'm kind of going with this, but like you were saying, uh, how the importance of well, growing up with both sides of Toronto and uh, Jamaica and everything and with your music and the way you approach life, pretty much, it's it's not really like you're you're doing it for anyone else. It's just a circuit that you're connecting in yourself where you're just trusting yourself and moving through life, pretty much, the way you want to do it. Yeah, trust is important. If you don't... Trust is important with people you work with, and trust is important with yourself. If you don't have a good relationship with yourself, you need to stop and evaluate some shit because that is very important. Um, yeah, I love Frank Ocean because he is a, to me, a whole. There's like a whole being. There's like nothing really missing. I feel. Even I don't know Frank Ocean, so I really don't know. But as a individual, I'm Frankie Ocean. Before we we just. Turn turn on the recording, uh, Yasin. You're talking about fame, and you were like, fame is something we start to assume a lot about a person. Mm. We don't know. It's interesting how, in fame, by almost not play, like choosing to participate in the system, mm. Frank has created a beautiful set of assumptions. That is a fact too. Yeah, because nobody really knows. You don't know. I don't really know. Yeah. I just create this image of Frank Ocean based off of... See, and that's the problem. Then I just get caught up in the system. 
You know, it's a system of thinking, not necessarily like the system, but it's just a way of thinking, and I'm trying to fight that, so thank you for pointing that out. Mm-hmm. And the um, best way to fight that is to not fight that. Just let the natural process happen and just be like, brain thinks, so. Yeah, well, so another thing, another thing that we were kind of on before is just that like, just curiosity in and of itself and as I was reading Boys Don't Cry there was this section where Frank is interviewing Bass God and wild <laughs> I can't wait to read that there's, there's pictures and everything it's, it's fantastic and I forget to be honest I forget that what he goes into but he's talking to Bass God and he's just relating it to all this random shit and it, but it all makes sense and it's because you can tell he's a curious guy and I think that the artists who make really great really great content are the people who are curious like ch- have that childlike curiosity and are just like obsessed uh, with being curious about stuff and really like learning about life um, so my question to you guys is what are you curious about right now? Shorties Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What am I curious about right now? Oh I have an answer World War 2 bro Last okay. night I stayed up Three I'm just watching World War Two videos. I was like, damn, damn bro, wars intense. <laughs> no, but like the real answer, just understanding that, yo, if if we're just entities, and like the idea that we're just vessels, and like literally this body's a vessel, and you're just a thing on Earth for a temporary amount of time, and we have the ability to think, think, and learn, and well, for the most part, us in Toronto, there's like. <sighs> Okay, anyways, us in, us in Toronto and like the West and everything, we have like access to all this knowledge and access to all this opportunity to grow and learn, you know, like we can literally reshape, entirely reshape who we are. So we can reshape who we are physically by what we eat and what we, how we exercise. We can re- rethink and like learn new knowledge, like literally fucking reading and getting that night, like nice sleep. So like literally treating yourself and doing uh, performing optimally as a human bro that shit's interesting to perform optimally as a human like fucking sleep nice eat nice regulate your body and then you'll see over time bro you'll see like your entire essence that could be a work of art that manifests into something amazing you know if you if you paint the brushes accordingly i don't know i don't know if that made sense to anyone it barely made sense to no, me. No, I, I like the sense, I like yeah. the poetic. Uh, the last part I didn't get though. Paint the, paint the brushes. Like paint the brushes, bro. You you move yourself. You create yourself. You form yourself in an intentful way, in a meaningful way. Like you move with purpose. You're not just like eating whatever's in the fridge. You're like painting this way because this is the way that you're choosing to be, not the way that's available to you. I'm saying I can make you a burger, bro. <laughs> That's dope. Yeah, that's definitely something to think about, too. Mm-hmm. Intent, like, bro. Shaping your body, like, just, like, having back pain and stuff and just seeing what people eat sometimes. I'm just like, fuck. Like, you can really consume, move, and, like, form and shape your body into something. You can make something that can affect your mind and therefore affect the way you think, clear your mind, get rid of illnesses, mm-hmm. just based on all of, like, how you choose to intake and output energy. So, we're on the same wavelength for that. 
Also shorties. Also shorties. So I said it from the get go. Also get-go. shorties. That's also priority shorties. one. Yeah. yeah. No, well, not priority one. But <laughs> that's uh, priority one. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. nice to have like even like friends. Shorties and friends are kind of the sa- in the same boat, boat to me. Which is mm-hmm. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Um, maybe not. I don't know. Um, I like how you're looking at your hands like this. Like, which one do I like? <laughs> uh, but it's dope to have, I guess, somebody solely, not necessarily solely, but in a relationship, it's, it's, an, it's intriguing me on how I can build with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like, I've done that experience with friends. I've built up with friends, and that has, like, helped my growth expon- exponentially. Mm-hmm. So I want to figure out how much I can grow with another person present with another person in like an intimate relationship like how can that help me evolve into a different person because I'm always trying to evolve so I feel like I'm at a point where I can't stop looking at women so shorties shorties yeah putting that energy out there I'm putting it out yeah manifesting (laughs) into the universe yeah if you're listening add Father Melon on Instagram (laughs) (laughs) Don't actually love so much. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Ethan, bro? What am I curious about? Um, what's, your, what's your What's your direction right now? What's interesting uh, you? To be honest, like learning about how to kind of still my mind, mm-hmm. how to still my mind, and how to create create like, foster creativity. Basically, that's really like one of the main motivations when I wanted to start this podcast because I wanted to of course you have to look within yourself and find the answers but I want to learn other people's perspectives you know like I want to know where other people's creativity comes from like is your process forced is your process organic because there's people on both sides of the fence what what is it really about your life that allows you to create meaningful music meaningful films and that's you know? a form of, like, exploration right there, you know? Like, exploration doesn't just have to be land-to-land. It's every person's a pretty much a universe in itself, in their self, you know? So what you're saying, like, literally exploring an entire universe in another person. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful way to put it, but yeah. yeah it's another way to it's, put it. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, understanding how other people reach the conclusions they reach. and Yeah, that's really what I'm trying to get out. I was going to say you're already doing it. Like, <laughs> this podcast is dope. Hey, so how do you feel? I rate the podcast you're on right now. Podcast experience? <laughs> We're deleting well, it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't <laughs> I said too much. Um, that's dope. Y'all got three mics. They beautiful as hell. Um, it's mad efficient. I like the space. Kind of sad that we didn't have tape. Oh, man. <laughs> um, but other than that, like, yeah, it's a... Uh, it's an experience within itself, and it opens up questions that need to be answered, and sometimes questions that people are just curious about. And sometimes you don't have the time to ask those questions, to think about those questions, to ponder on those questions even after you leave this space. So it's dope that it's being captured in time, and it's causing a new thought process within all of us, because I know leaving this, we have new ideas and concepts in our minds that will send our destinies 
and our individual universes into different realms. 100%. If we never did this podcast, we'd be a different person in a different dimension. We are the butterfly effect. Yes. I respect that. <laughs> they sound like <laughs> butterfree. Yeah. I choose you. Yo, you're trying to evolve. You're trying to get those experience Bro, points. I am <laughs> a Pokemon. I make you out. I am okay. Yeah. So okay, this is. I've been wanting to figure this out. So if I was a Pokemon, uh, just say if I was like one of the first three, um, I feel like I'd be a Squirtle midway transition into a War Turtle. I was like, wait, what's a War Turtle? That's the, the next oh, evolution. Okay, I thought that was Ivasaur. Gotcha. No, it was Ivasaur. I know, I was fucking up. It was, pass it, pass it, pass it. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, what do you guys think? At least, like, what Pokemon are you? Even the Pokemon doesn't have to be, like, an evolving Pokemon. Some Pokemon don't evolve. But they do grow and they do get stronger. Uh, so, so, like, which, which <laughs> evolution? So either what evolution is. or what Pokemon do you think? If you guys, I don't know if you guys. I, I fuck with Pokemon. Yeah. I go on, I go on. Yeah, well, okay. Goldfish. Yeah. That's hard. That's hard. That's hard. That's hard. That's hard. Splash. Splash. Doesn't do anything, but it's a. So why it's goldfish? Because like, it's cute and just tries his best. You know. But you know the evolve form though, yeah. No, I don't evolve. You no, they do evolve. Yeah, I know, but like, if I'm, I just stay as Magikarp. Magikarp. Yeah, Magikarp, bro. He he just tries his best. You're, you're, you're one of those ones I'm a magic chart bro I just try my best So he's You know how you're talking In the room Like he doesn't want fame He's gonna evolve Into a Gyarados And be like Shit I didn't want this God damn Nah I'm definitely a, Definitely an Abra though Oh I was gonna say that I had Abra in my head When I looked at him I was like I feel like he's on Some Abra weight Yo that's that like, meditation Motherfucker To be honest That's that. what it is Like I just feel like I keep teleporting by accident and I'm trying to face some shit. Yeah. That's it. Damn. Dig That's that. like the hardest Pokemon to catch. Man's always like, oh, peace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So are you going to evolve into a, what, is it Abra then a Kadabra? Yeah, Abra, Abra, Kadabra. Abra, Abra. Uh, at some point soon, hopefully. Yeah. Okay, true. Soon, soon. 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 Not, maybe, yeah. that's honestly like yeah. mapping it out, hopefully within the year. Yeah. So a year into a Kadabra. A year into Kadabra. Kadabra. But I don't know. That's Because it, it's not one of those Pokemon that has like three forms, right? So it's like just two. So maybe a little bit longer. We'll see. We'll see. By the age of 65, we're going to make it. Yeah. We're gonna make it. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Going to get that 2,000, 2000 followers by 65. I'm going to revisit this question at some point. And you said you were War Turtle. Yeah. What was the reason behind that again? I totally like slipped that out of my mind. Uh, Squirtles are dope. Fun fact. Yeah, <laughs> fun fact. Um, yeah, I don't know. Squirtles are kind of like chill. I never really liked the leaf type Pokemon's. Fuck I they the were very, type, bro. Very vulnerable. Yeah, and then like a Charizard was just like too destructive. I found like Charizards are like trap culture. Yeah, and, I'm lost, you know? and then like the leafy guys or the leafy guys. So I think I'm like I'm a Squirtle, you know. I'm just I'm a I'm from fucking squirrel. <laughs> you just do your thing. You float through. I'm just I'm just, I'm just flowing. You know, I'm just going with the going with the waves. Yo. But, um, yeah. Why I'm halfway through my evolution is because actually I might be a war turtle. I think. Oh fuck. I've always just said like a halfway what was that, between. What was that, like, when you went from a squirrel to a war turtle. <laughs> Moving out. 
That was when my evolution started. Because you know when like they start doing that like weird like, oh. fluctuating <laughs> thing? <laughs> they were fluctuating for like a couple months. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I was like, <laughs> he's like, what is he good? And my parents were like, get him out of this house. <laughs> I was definitely doing a lot of fluctuation. But I think I actually hit that war turtle phase where I've just gotten into my war turtle body. And I'm like, ooh, I got some new powers. I got some new abilities. My squad is like, like, you know? Yo, I fuck with this metaphor so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love Pokemon. Or Yu-Gi-Oh. But Yu-Gi-Oh is a lot. It's a whole That, that shit was too complicated. Yeah, I loved it though. Like, the, the game was dope. The cartoon was dope. It was dope. Bakugan. I never played it. That was one of the, the marbles? I don't know. I just I think, yeah, the yeah, yeah. yeah, I bought the toy. I thought it was dope. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty trash. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, culture differences. Beyblades mm. were fucking fire. Yo, I nearly died from a Beyblade How? accident. Okay, I got, like, the big-ass pan or whatever. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. not like a pan, but, like, not like the made one, but, like, the an actual pan pan. Okay. And then after we got, like, the big-ass fucking ones with the, like, sparks at the end... And then I was like, yo, Beyblade battle. I was like with my homie. Yeah. After I was like, Beyblade battle me, bro. And then after we like, we both like ripped the shit hard. Yeah. And then the moment they contact, my shit like, or like fucking blade piece, like the metallic, because we got yeah, the yeah, heavy yeah. ass metal one. That shit like broke off. And after like cut me right below the eye. Oh, so man. I didn't die, but I was nearly blind. Jesus Christ. Yeah. But I'm not. Well, Imagine I have glasses, so yeah, I'm blind. Blind still. I wish I still had a scar, bro. That'd be an intense story. I could just lie my entire life, like, bro. Yeah, I was fighting a couple pirates. Yeah, what happened? I let it rip. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, oh, man. Fucking yeah. love me. We used to make Beyblades out of uh, spray can tops. Oh, oh shit yeah. So we used to like Cut them off Which was we Don't do this at home And just like Wrap wire around Or string around it And then just Oh And like I had Yo I had one of those In Turkey yeah. oh, Like the yeah. rope ones And then after Like some like Wooden Circle type thingy Or whatever After you We just used the top of cans yeah. like, There's like You cut yourself on that So easily Yeah We just do that with Kitchen knives what was what was what was your childhood like uh, it was it was dope moved around a lot so i got to to see a lot of different things which was cool uh the caribbean is a beautiful place so like being surrounded by water and islands and just like tropical things leaves a kid like amazed for for days um that's some shit you can just explore and explore. Yeah, yeah like I didn't, I didn't care about television. Like my parents didn't want us to grow up with television, um, so we just read a lot. And when we were in the Caribbean, it was just like, go outside, have fun. Whether that's like throwing rocks at your brother, or like <laughs> climbing a hill, like. But it was like living. Like I, I miss getting beaten up. Yo, I'll beat you up. Yeah, let's go. No. <laughs> Why do you miss beating up? Just because it made you feel like alive or a masochist, you sick freak? <laughs> um, that's just dope to be like, oh, like, I got a scar today from being alive. Yeah, you know? just being in a brawl or like just literally putting your body out there. Yeah, just like being active, being fit, being like alive. And I find it's really hard to do that, especially with this trash ass weather. Um, 
But I guess in the summertime, that's when you can kind of go all out. And that's usually when I bike. And I'm just like, all right, pedal to the metal. Down the floor. Ah. Uh, no, 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 no. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, so I almost, I tried to do that. I grabbed into a truck. I was on like, uh, like university, like heading up university. Oh, the like big ass. Okay. I tried grabbing on a truck. And I was like, all right, yeah, I'm just going to like, yeah, get pulled along for a bit. They move a lot faster than you think. So like, it was like a pull in my bike. I'm using one hand, so my bike's like, vroom, vroom, vroom. And I was like, if I go under that tire, I'm done. Like, it just clicked. I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. But I just let go. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's one of my fantasies, bro. Just yeah. be on a skateboard, grab yeah. onto something, just, just go. Just make sure they're like mad, mad slow, slow at first, so like they stop. stop. And then just grab them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Hopefully I'll live to tell the tale. Nah, you will. Yeah, yeah. You will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like maybe I'll see you. Maybe not. Start without the skateboard. Start with your feet and just hold on to it. True, true, true. And just level up from there. So I, I don't know. I don't know if you want to get into it. What's up? But I remember you like telling me that I don't know if you still do, but you were like, yeah, you used to have a lot of social anxiety. Mm. Does that like is that still something that you like deal with, or do you feel like you've like in this evolution? Or you're midway through this evolution. Is that something that you're shedding? Um, hmm. Yeah, I don't get much anxiety anymore. Um, at some point, I adopted a I don't give a fuck mentality that definitely have helped me analyze situations and calm down in a lot of situations easier. But it's also not the best mentality to be in sometimes because you have to care. If you don't care, then what's the point? Uh, that's a really fucking phrase. But yeah, I don't really have much anxiety anymore. If I'm on my one, sometimes it might come out a little bit. But uh, yeah, that's the thing. It's always finding balance. You have to find the right balance to keep a proper headspace. But a situation happening. A situation happening won't cause that for me. Like if some shit pops off, I won't go into an anxiety attack. I can analyze the situation, come to terms with the situation, deal with the situation accordingly. But usually if I'm just getting lost in my own mind, sometimes it's easy to be like, just like not even thinking negative thoughts or anything. It's just, I feel like it's, um, it's kind of like astral projection. Or, like, seeing yourself from a third person. Just getting onto a certain frequency where you start to detach from self can be very emotional, I feel. And at those times, I feel like I think it's my anxiety, but it might be something else. And then I forcefully stop it. So, who knows? I might try and induce an anxiety attack. It's, it's funny that you mentioned that because uh, we had uh, Amanda on the podcast... Uh, Amanda Amanda Gomes uh, Amanda fucking G. fucking G on Instagram And she was talking oh, okay. about uh, Like astral Her experiences Not with astral projection But with out of body experiences mm-hmm. And she described it as Feeling kind of like horrifying mm-hmm. uh, At the same time So I don't know It's what you're saying Like sounds I don't know what you're saying But it sounds a lot like yeah. uh, Some of the experiences she went through Yeah let me follow this Amanda fucking G. Yeah, I don't know. I'd say I'd say pursue it. Go into that feeling. 
So when you but when you say getting lost in your thoughts, what it like? What do you mean? Like. Mm. And and when you and like that, it's really interesting that you mentioned that you. It's almost like you're seeing yourself from a third person point of view. Like, what? What like? Try to speak a little bit more on that. Because that's it's kind of like a it's an abstract concept, right? Like. Yeah. It's so just like my anxiety or just like feeling that third person sensation. Yeah, feeling that third person sensation. Like, is that third person sensation when you're in a flow state and you're like, all right, I'm just doing? Or is that third person sensation like, whoa, I'm just not myself right now and I'm, I'm kind of like everyone else? Um, it doesn't happen much around people. It's usually when I'm by myself. I think it's just being in silence and then so there's like silence and then there's your mind and then there's like a silence within your mind where like you're not really thinking of anything or if you are it's still just like just thoughts but you still have this like silent feeling in your head I don't know it's, it's just such a, it's such a weird, like... I love this. What the fuck? I love this. Uh, trying to... I never actually tried to describe it before. It's so... You know Get Out? Yeah. You know the sink scene? Yeah. I wouldn't say it's like that. Like, I'm not visually experiencing anything. But that initial sensa- sens- sensation... Sensation. It's not sensation. <laughs> that uh, initial sensation that he... <laughs> Still it out. <laughs> pass it, pass it, pass it. <laughs> We're kind of sitting there, and she's doing the oh fuck, like the tea. She's doing the tea, and you can hear the like oh yo, let me your cup. <laughs> you were gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> so she's just. You can just hear that, and that's kind of like the silence in a sense. It's like, it's nothing, it's like, it's nothing, but it's still there. And it's just like, it's a soothing feeling at first, but it kind of like, it's welling up. Like if a cup was filling up. And have about you, to have like you heard pour the, over. like the Tibetan, like bowls? The singing bowls? Yeah. yeah. I had a performance where somebody did a bowl, a bowl <laughs> healing at the beginning. Yeah, that stuff. So I, I was talking to my boy today about it too. I'm like, that was low key. It kind of felt like some get out vibes. Because you just hear soothing talking and then the vibration of the bowls. But it's just like that initial when he's sitting down and then she's like, and he, he, he's starting to realize. Like, honestly, that, that phase of her hypnotizing him and him falling back into the sunken place, that just like build up and sink, I think is the best way I can describe when I have a quote unquote anxiety attack. Oh, so it kind of like trance, it's it's a weird trance that just keeps building up. And yeah, then, it's kind of like it's very like small. It, the, when, when you reach that, I guess like um, peak or whatever, mm-hmm. is it like locked, locked and you're like, fuck, what do I do? Um, it comes in waves. Yeah. So like it'll hit you and I'll be like, fuck. And then... I don't know. I'm very and like you physically feel this, yeah. Yeah, you can feel like sensations in your body, um, sensations in the mind. Uh, it's sucks. It sucks. 
It sucks, yeah. It comes in waves, though. Like, you feel the wave, and then I'm very personal with myself. I like to to know myself and understand myself. So I'll allow it to kind of take me sometimes. Like, if I don't feel good, I'll talk to myself. And, like, I'll project my voice, and I'll try and feel these emotions because that's the way how I don't let that, like, anxiety feeling happen. When you uh, face it, because when you when you talk about because you said you talk yourself through it in a way so is that that's a form of you facing it yeah when when you address those emotions that's how you face it i used to be mad scared of the dark like i hate scary movies and stuff but it was one day when i had a i hate dreaming because i usually have nightmares but it was one day when i was dreaming had a horrible nightmare and i woke up and I was like, yo, I'm just fucking tired of this. Like, I don't want to have to do this. Be afraid like, I don't, don't, don't want to have to be afraid of sleeping. Like, one of, like, maybe the safest spaces you can be where you're inside your own mind. Like, I don't want to have to fear rest. And so I just told myself, like, yo, I'm going to fucking square up. I was like, yo, demons, come and get me because I'm about to throw some fucking hands. Like, are you dumb? Like, I just, I, I, and I went back to sleep and I didn't dream. Bro, I'm and so happy no real demons came through. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> That's the thing. I challenge my demons every day. Yeah. Like, I, like I see shit happening and, like, I'll see, um... Like, I don't know. I have this weird thing. Like, I see shadows. But I think, like, everybody kind of does sometimes. Like, you'll see, like, a... Like a cause especially Little where I live, there's also cars that drive past. So I'll see, like, a flicker of a shadow of just, like, the light hitting a wall or whatever in my house. And, like, before that would creep me the fuck out. But now I'm just like, all right, if somebody's going to run up, fucking run up. Because I'm not going to be sitting here scared. Like, <laughs> you don't, but let's yeah. go, you know? So I'm living that lifestyle now. Like, even in real life, if somebody's, like, ready to run up, then run up. Because I don't have time to dilly-dally. Yeah. Like, let's do it. Yeah. So We're not going to postpone this. No. No, we're not going to postpone and post Malone. You know what I mean? <laughs> I you up, like, three times. I <laughs> love it. <laughs> That's yeah, like, like my, my validation slap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that sounds so fucked up. Pass it, bro. Fuck off. I think that's a beautiful place to end this podcast. Mm-mm. <laughs> oh, we ain't ending it there, bro. <laughs> oh. No, we'll end it here. <laughs>